extremely important listeners. You're listening to Come At Me, extremely important podcast. My name is Kindred. I'm here with Riley. Hello. Welcome to our bonus episode. Riley, I need you to ask me a question. Oh my god. The last time we'll ask this. Or we could just keep asking and it'll just get sadder and sadder. <laughs> um, Kindred. Uh-huh. Is Doris Day alive? No, we lost her this week. Oh. And, and it was sad it is sad she's great she was a really important part of this podcast so she really i mean oddly enough she was a pillar i mean we made a pregnancy pact we did which now i thank god we don't have to fulfill yeah jesus i was like if she makes it to 100 my life is gonna take a turn it's fucked but luckily luckily and unluckily she was 97 though that's like good, good job doris she did it she really did it and uh, in honor of that, we watched a movie. We were going to watch the pajama game, but you can't stream that anywhere. So Apparently, yeah. That's bizarre. I'm going to have to buy it on DVD because I want to watch it now. Well, it's and... so weird that you can watch any movie. You can stream any yeah. movie you can think of, but not the pajama game. Not the pajama game, though. That's so weird. I wonder if there's just, like, weird rights. Probably. Or- I don't know. Or, but, like, um, nobody wants to watch it. Nobody. We're just like, I don't know. I don't care about that one. No. Yeah. That's a quality, this is a quality, quality movie. Sure. Um, <laughs> just like the movie we ended up watching, Calamity Jane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, which, according to Wikipedia, uh-huh. Doris Day said was her favorite thing she ever made. I have a lot of feelings <laughs> about this movie. Same. Um, <laughs> Okay, so it's I would I would still list it as one of like my top ten like nostalgic films that mm-hmm. I love. Yeah, I acknowledge it's not a good movie. Uh huh. Sure. But but like it I've it, it means a lot to me because Phoebe and I used to watch it constant. Like literally would watch it once a week together when we were kids. Yeah, we had it on VHS. We watched it just all the time, and uh, like I still to this day I get all of those songs stuck in my head on a near daily basis like it like it just it's a part of my life what's weird is i'm like pretty sure i watched it with you at some point i think we watched it once in like high school yeah and i didn't remember anything about it yeah but like every once in a while she'd be singing a song and i'd be like hey i know this song right and that was like but i don't i think my brain was like you know what we don't like calamity jane yeah no well i mean watching it now i think the last time i watched it was you know five years ago or something Mm -hmm. but i watched it uh for the podcast yeah and it's just it's like it's just a little relic of something of something of something special quite frankly it's not good yeah like i had a hard time sitting through it oh it's it's Doris Day doing the weirdest acting you've ever seen. It's like, I don't, it's hard to be politically correct when you're talking about this movie. Right. But she, it was just like her trying to be really butch. Right. Is that a thing you're allowed to say? I don't yeah, know. I mean, she's, she, I think we're supposed to gather that she was raised around just a bunch of men. Right. You know, and so she doesn't know what it's like to be a quote-unquote lady. Right. And so somehow she just becomes a man. Right. 
Like With the worst hair ever. Just uh, oh, her man. hair throughout the entire movie, though. Even when she's like wearing a dress, I'm like, what did you guys do to her? Yeah, it's still <laughs> really weird. And they like her uh, co-star girl. Uh huh. Gets to be just absolutely gorgeous with the most beautiful hair. Beautiful hair, beautiful outfits, just, just. And like it's Doris is supposed to like at the end be equal to her, I guess. In like be shiny. Her hair, her hair is so weird though. It's like, so weird. Even when they're at the ball, like they did something with her bangs that yeah. I don't know how, why they settled on that. It's like these weird, like curls around her face that have been like cut to like be around her face and then like the world's tightest smallest ponytail it's really i would watch it just to laugh at doris's hair it is it's distracting it's distracting i also is i don't i guess we should talk about the plot so no let's just talk about let's just talk about whatever this is bonus episode freeform okay so first of all bill hickok yeah I hate him. <laughs> yeah, I uh, had. There's... <laughs> I I I have some. I have a lot of issues. Okay, with the storyline. Yeah. Here's what they should have done. Well, okay. Bill... Let's. Can we give a breakdown of how this movie? What this movie is? Yes, first of all, because it's... I didn't remember the plot, and it is okay. stupid. <laughs> it's really stupid. Doris Day is Calamity Jane. She is in a small town called Deadwood. She's manly. She's manly. That's all you need to know. That's her character. That's her main thing. There's Bill Hickok and then Danny. And Doris Day loves Danny. Mm -hmm. And Bill Hickok, she is friends with Bill Hickok. Mm -hmm. There's a theater in town. Katie Brown comes. She's pretending to be someone else. Big snafu. And then uh, uh, basically there's that snafu. And then the next thing is like the main plot point is turning Kalam into a woman. Yeah. And then going to a ball. Right. And everybody is in love with Katie Brown, or Bill Hickok and Danny are both in love with Katie. Uh-huh. Which I want to talk about timeline, because what? Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. hell? Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then in the end, <laughs> in the weirdest love scene ever, uh-huh. she falls in love with Bill Hickok after literally the line before saying she'll never love anyone besides Danny. Uh-huh. And... <laughs> Anyway, in the and in the end, it's a double wedding, which I can't complain. Yeah. Gotta love a double wedding in a movie. I I will say I missed the double wedding because during her very long song about loving uh-huh. Bill, I fucking fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I had to it's, be at work at six thirty that morning, and it, by the end of that movie, I just could not pay yeah, attention no. anymore. <laughs> it's uh, I mean, yeah, it's anyway. It's a perfect film. What can we say? It's, it's a perfect film. What can we say? No. I, here's what okay here's just a quick plot thing that they could have done to make people more likable yeah mainly bill hickok right if he just would have always been in love with calamity instead right. of singing a song to katie brown's portrait mm-hmm. and and then i, I don't know it's i was a weird character i was so confused so katie brown is pretending to be this other actress that Calamity's gonna go get to save the saloon or whatever. Right. And then decides to live with Calamity Jane because, because I guess chaperoning. She they can't. said they were gonna yeah, chaperone, they're gonna chaperone each, each other. other. Like she can't go back to her old life question mark. I don't know. I don't know. But there's this whole like scene that's supposed to be just so funny. 
Yeah. Where both of the men show up to their house and it, uh-huh. they've fixed it up and it's this fucking stupidest scene it's when they're so fixing up this goddamn house. A being like, oh, yeah, exactly. I'm I just sing like, that when I clean, just so you know. I mean, I it's s- a good song for that. It's <laughs> no, a great it's, song for that. But it's, it's all. So stupid. Basically, this whole film is just built on nothing more than racism and sexism and it, and like it's in today's really world it just doesn't come off too well well you couldn't you couldn't make this movie today no absolutely not <laughs> it's like it's really really problematic but um yeah. anyway in this scene both of the men show up to this newly fixed home yeah and they're both fawning over katie and katie's like oh but you're supposed to be in love with calamity or they call her calam which is so weird to me. why don't they call her jane like what I the know. fuck Anyway, she's like, you're supposed to love Kalam. And he's like, oh, we all love you. And then um, Kalam is outside. Uh-huh. I don't know what, but she's in a beautiful dress and she's just so beautiful. And Katie's like, you boys just wait. She's going to come back and you're going to think she's fuckable now. Yeah. And they're like, OK. Oh, and whatever. so then she falls in the mud on her way home. Uh-huh. And in then the when creek. she, yeah, when she comes in, that completely erases the illusion of her looking nice now which, which is, is hilarious because you can still see the shape of the dress she like still looks the same just with some mud on her but anyway but her hair is still stupid her hair her hair is very stupid but then there's this whole like i got really confused about who okay. likes who and what's going on because katie is like hey dan no you need to be with jane and then bill's like well, Katie, can I be with you then? Uh-huh. And then they draw straws, and then Dan ends up with uh, Katie, and then Jane Kalam is like, uh-huh. I know you love me, Danny, but you can go with Katie because uh-huh. it'll make her happy or whatever. And then Bill's like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? So then he right. goes with Jane. And the whole time I'm just like, why isn't anyone just saying what they want? Anything. <laughs> why is, yeah, that's, that's exactly. Like because, what? Because Katie clearly likes Dan too. Right. And so, and, and no she, one well, likes Bill, I guess. Like, well, I, and she makes the excuse, you know, to make Bill go out and cut wood so she can have a moment alone with Danny. Right. And then you know? they, they're, the wood is exposed that the, she didn't need more. And it's this huge deal for everyone. And I'm like, what if she just didn't see it? Like, why is this such know, a big plot like, point? Is, oh, my God. Why is this a deal? And, but yeah, no, nobody's into Bill, but also nobody's into Kalam. So that's yeah. why Right. Everyone <laughs> just loves Katie and Danny. It's also, Danny is the worst. That, when they kiss at the ball. Yeah. The way he was looking at her made me so uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's, like, I think one of... It's really surprising to me because this obviously was a very, like, popular, successful movie. Right. And has been, like, talked about for a long time. Right. It is... There's no chemistry between anybody. No. Not even a little bit. Kalam is so, like, (laughs) lesbian-y. She... It's... It's... Truly incredible. Like even when she's dressed up as a girl, she's still playing the like tomboy thing or whatever. Right. In Doris's words, tomboy. Right. Yeah. And it's like there's no chemistry at all. It seems impossible for her to be into guys just yeah. the way she acts. And I'm it, not trying exact- to like people can be however they want, but the it's way she's believable. playing it, yeah, it doesn't. There's not even when she's like super into Dan at the beginning, right it's not believable it just no. is like really and she and then she has these moments where she's like really stupid about stuff and it's really yeah. weird like they try to be like look she don't know no woman stuff right and i'm like she like it what it's uh, it's just so 
hard it's to so, like buy into. So weird. Well, because you know there are other movies. This used to, I mean, this was obviously an old trope, but like yeah. My Fair Lady, right? Where like she's really rough and then she cleans up and then there's a big reveal right where she oh she's a lady but Kalam like they just stick her in a pink dress and they're like wow Francis Fryer yeah. that actor he's like wow she's got the goods or something at the yeah it, it's like all just about what she looks like I guess yeah. and like because she still acts the same talks the same like nothing has actually she's changed not like, which she, is the point I guess I don't I know yes Bill Hickok tells her throughout the movie he's like if you cleaned up I'd fuck you. Like, it's I'd fuck the whole, like, underlying <laughs> message is so strange. And, like, the songs are kind of risque. They are, yeah. Like, I was really surprised about that. The Francis Fryer guy. Yeah. Has this whole song in a dress. And uh-huh. it's, it's like, pretty sexual. Um, yeah. And when the guys find out he's a guy, they all flip their shit, which was confusing to me because he was, like, clearly a man. I was going to... Calamity's in a dress. Like, <laughs> Calamity's like the only one. She's like, that's not a man. Yeah, and like, but the or weir- that's not a woman. The weirdest part of this whole movie to me that I just like could not get over. Yeah, was that he is still in the town for the rest of the movie. Yeah, I know. And then like, well, the, okay. Here's the timeline. Here's the timeline. So she brings back Katie. Uh-huh. All right, and the one the first night there, she's pretending to be someone else. Mm-hmm. And she flops pretending to be someone else, but then immediately has perfect choreography for the same song. And everyone immediately, like, is like, you're cool. We love you. It's great. Which we don't care issue. that you lied to us. <laughs> right. Which is an issue. So there's that night. Yeah. The next day, I'm pretty sure, they go to Kalam's cabin. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. They immediately start singing A Woman's Touch. Uh-huh. And then they water a rose in the planter. Uh-huh. Which then blooms into a bush. Right. Okay. Which a giant <laughs> rosebush. Yeah. <laughs> and they have. Okay, and it's like a complete transformation. They like added windows and bullshit. Uh huh. And and then. And they painted the door. <laughs> and they painted the door, which is just so stupid. Clam and Katie. And then like the next scene is, uh, Danny runs into Bill Hickok at the saloon, and yeah. Danny's like, "Where's Katie? To, where is she?" It's like I wanted to congratulate her on her performance a couple nights ago. Yeah. And it's like, that rosebush didn't yeah. grow in a couple nights. And Calamity, we see no reason for Calamity to, like, she's now wearing a dress in the house. Yeah. And she's it, wearing a dress they try to like prospector. Yeah, they try to, like, give us a little bit of a montage of, like, see, a woman's touch. She just needed a woman's touch, and then she could have been womanly. That's Which all she needed. Also, nature versus nurture. <laughs> nature versus nurture, but also a woman's touch, and then if... It just makes them seem like they're into each other. I know. And when she's like, I'm going to go live with her and we're going to chaperone each other. I'm like, you guys are going to like, mm, mm, mm. mm. You're not they'd just going to chaperone each other. <laughs> they're not going to chaperone each other. I mean, they, they'd make a better couple than either of them with Danny or Bill. Yeah. Honest, they had more chemistry than with the men <laughs> at just, any point. It was like, uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, this movie. I just, it was, to me... It was so bad, and I yeah. I was surprised that it was so re- well received. It was, you know, when you watch something and you're like, yeah. oh, this was a play. Yes. It like as a musical, this could work because it is like there's a lot of plot holes and there's a lot there's... to look over. That if you're just into the songs and the costumes and the sets, right? You'd be like, oh, this is fun. That you're very right. But when you try to make it into a movie, that's like quote-unquote realistic i don't know like historically more i don't know right accurate i don't know i I don't know it just doesn't 
I don't, but I mean, people really liked it when it came out, so maybe it just doesn't age very well, but. Yeah. I don't know, but it, like, even aging well, like, you can, there were movies back then with no plot holes. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Or less plot holes. Right. And I guess, I don't know. It was also really hard for me to get over her just, like, acting as a boy. Cigarettes. Give me some yeah. sass, really. Yeah, all her, like, weird, like, words and just, like, I guess you see enough Doris Day movies that yeah. you kind of just see her as Doris Day. Right. And then when she's trying, and she fucking committed to this role. She, she definitely committed. It's just, like such an eye roll it's like okay doris like i don't know it doesn't it doesn't really work no um you know like my whole my whole life Mm -hmm. as i said so it's been watching this since i was a child Mm -hmm. um my dad's always been like i'm just so grossed out by her (laughs) he's always like (laughs) like in general just like no doris day as calamity okay yeah it's the worst character it really is it's like (laughs) she's just She's kind of stupid. Yeah. They're so also very like stupid. They're playing these angles that they never really play out. Like no. all of the men kind of laugh behind her back like cuz they know she's exaggerating and trying to like yes. be tough or something. Uh-huh. But they never really flesh that out. There's like one scene where people are kind of teasing her and then she like shoots the air or something and she's like yeah. I'm going to shoot you if you ever blah, 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 and like <laughs> that's it. And yep. so it's, like, all these things that kind of could be interesting, they just, like, cut short. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah. we're not going to go into that. Like, oh, all right. So weird. So, yeah, Calamity Jane, and it's really good. Yeah, super good. <laughs> I, I watch it. I wish we could have watched Pajama Game because that too. is just so weird. It's – that one, Um, I know you haven't seen it in a while. I think I watched it, like – I watched it before – right before I moved to Arizona. So mm-hmm. not too many years ago. Mm-hmm. And – I had the same impression as I was a kid, and it's the guy who they get to play the love interest. He's not. It's so ugly. Yeah, I was gonna say. He's, like, old and ugly. It just doesn't really work for me. It's kind of like, um, of course I can't remember his name now. There's that famous couple, Uh and it's, ah, I'm... I can't remember. There's an, an ugly older man and a beautiful younger woman, and they were in all these movies together, and I'm always like, why them? Why? Wait, do you remember a movie? <sighs> no, but he was usually like a detective guy. Okay. It's going to come to me. Okay. Her Sorry name's going to come to me. Okay. And then I'll remember. I used to for- do impressions of her all the time. <laughs> so funny. For me, he's, he's like um, – so the guy in the pajama game is ugly. And it's just like uh, when you watch the original Music Man. Yeah. The guy in that is old and ugly, too. And he falls in love with Marion, the librarian, who is like, yeah. you know, 30. It's all just a little strange. It's a little. Oh, 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 oh. Um, Here's another example. This probably isn't what you're thinking of. Okay. But White Christmas. Yeah. Yes. Um, not what I was thinking of, but I know what you're, you're thinking about. of. Who was that? The main, uh, the main old guy. We watched it at Christmas, and I was like, "There's a fifty year year age gap here." It's yeah, it's really, <laughs> and it seems to kind of just be like the norm. Um, yeah, Bing, Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. That's a, he's like, he and the love interest. There's literally thirty years between them. Yeah, it's it's. It's just weird, but I guess it's that's just yeah, this is the way it goes. That's I just don't know. It. you know what? Just don't think about it. 
God, I really want to remember this guy's name, but I'm just not going to. <sighs> if you could just remember one thing. I know. I can see him, so can you just, like, read my mind? Yeah. Spencer yeah. Tracy, I think. Oh, and Catherine Hepburn? Yes, Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn. Was there was there much of an age difference between them? There, It's not so much the age difference. It's just, like, how is he the leading man here? Oh, oh, in yeah, In all no, these movies. I haven't, that is a good question, because I won't, I actually, like, in my phases of like watching older movies yeah i never watched spencer tracy movies because i don't like him i don't like to look yeah and she's like so cool she is and i was just like why are they in all these movies together i just don't understand yeah but it's i mean you know what they had so many movies together too yeah a ton and that's um doris day and rock hudson or whatever i guess these people just get shoved together and then which also i was thinking about this so i was reading Uh a little bit about doris day okay today on wikipedia right (laughs) the source of all knowledge uh truly and so she i had no idea she was so conservative which i guess i should have known that even though she loves animals she was a lifelong republican okay she was a a christian scientist which i was like what does (gasps) that mean no that's the those are crazies um christian science is a set of beliefs and practices belonging to the metaphysical family of new religious movements it argued that sickness is an illusion that can be corrected by prayer alone. Yeah, no, that's those are the not to editorialize here, but that's a <laughs> fucking crazy religion. Yeah, and so she like she was exhibiting symptoms of cancer. Uh-huh. And didn't get it treated for a long time because she was like it's an illusion. <laughs> Did she ever get it treated? Um, I assume so, because she lived to 97. I was going to say, or maybe she <laughs> actually just prayed it away. Maybe she could teach us all a thing or two. But yeah, she was like, um, a, another thing I thought was interesting. I have my little bullet points here. Uh-huh. She was offered to be in um, The Graduate as Mrs. Robinson. I remember, I remember reading that. And she turned it down because it was vulgar and offensive. Yeah. I mean, it is, I mean, it is, it is. But like... It's not, not well, it's really. Not, it's, not, it's not vulgar offensive, but it's obviously not family friendly. Yeah, and so I think it's it makes sense, but it's also like interesting that she was such an animal rights activist. Because it's a very like liberal. Yeah, while still being like extremely conservative. Right. That's interesting. Um, yeah, interesting. People are lady. people are enigmas. Truly, and she. I also I was listening to um, Fresh Air this week. Uh, yeah. If you want to listen to a podcast that's better than ours. <laughs> Rude. How dare you plug in better podcasts? I'm like, if people don't know about Fresh Air at this point, though, I don't know. But anyway, right. um, they were playing back an interview that Terry Gross did with Doris Day a few years ago. Okay. And um, Doris was telling this story about how for a long time she thought she was two years younger than she was. What the fuck? Because, like, they started – she started telling people when they would ask her age that she was like 18 because it sounded more impressive that she was like as talented as she was and i don't i think that was like a manager thing it's just like say you're 18 yeah but she did that for a couple years until she lost a couple years oh my god and so until she was like 95 she thought she like she started to think she was born in 1924 but she was actually born in 1922 that is that's insane yeah so she just like had her age wrong for most of her life wow from like lying about it when she was really young (laughs) i'm like what the fuck and she was telling the story about how she had 
30 dogs in her house at one point that she was saving. That's that's crazy. She, like, got kicked out of her other place because of all her dogs. So she had this, like, mansion with, like, 30 dogs and 10 (laughs) cats or something. And at the time of the interview, she had six dogs living with her. Wow. Which is, like, good honor, you know? Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. But it's just fascinating. She was married four times. Wow, real Elizabeth Taylor territory. Yeah, her third husband, when he died, she found out that her finances were all completely ruined from their, like, financial dude that the husband had been working with. She didn't know, like, anything about her money, really. Her husband and this guy had been handling all of it. Oh, my God. Yeah, when her husband died, she found out that, like, she was broke. (gasps) And her manager had signed her up for all these TV specials and for the Doris Day show. Okay. And she really didn't want to do them. Yeah. But she, like, had to because she had no money and these contracts were, like, already agreed on, which is crazy that she that could happen without her even being part of it. So, like, what year, like, when was this? Like, the 80s? No, the show started in 1968, so it was, like, shortly before that. So she went through two marriages quickly. Yeah. One of them, she was married for, like, two years, and that's where she had her son, her only son, I think who is now a music producer, I guess, Terry Milstead or something. Hmm. Um, but yeah, the, and her first three were like two musicians that she worked with. Gotcha. And then her fourth husband, I think she was with till she died. Oh, she But did. I didn't have time to read all of the Wikipedia, so I could be wrong. I mean, I think it's probably a long Wikipedia, so. It was long. It, I, it took me like an hour and I didn't even finish it. Jeez. But she, yeah, she's just really interesting, like. Yeah. And she kind of just was, like, done with movies at a certain point. She's like, I'm over it. We don't want to do this shit anymore. She released an album in, like, 2011, I think, that, like, was super popular in the UK. Wow. It was, like, a bunch of just, like, unreleased stuff and some new material. Interesting. Yeah, so, so interesting. And honestly, I... I knew of Doris Day and had seen a lot of her movies. Nothing like Kindred's childhood of Doris Day. Just don't... I don't know why she was so prevalent. Yeah. Was, you guys were really... I remember when we became friends, you're like, we, you've never seen the pajama game? I'm like, you no. You have to see the pajama game. <laughs> but she... I, I always, like, heard of her. Yeah. And just kind of thought she was, like, boring, which is, like... Right. I guess kind of why she fell out of fame is because after the very wholesome era that she was popular in. Right. We all kind of were like, well, she's a little boring. Yeah. yeah. But she's really kind of fascinating. So, Doris, I'm sad you're da- dead. But, yeah. But I'm glad I don't have to name my kids after you. That is, that is very true. Um, my kids that I don't have. Oh, man. Uh, my dad, you texted me when the day she died. Mm-hmm. And then, like, ten minutes later, I got a text from my dad. Mm. And then um, that she had died. And he said, she's going to get Danny. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's his least favorite line. Okay. He, ha- he hates Calamity Jane. My father doesn't like Calamity Jane. Back to Calamity Jane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was so many points in that movie that I was uh-huh. like, oh, this will be a major plot point. And then it no. wasn't. <laughs> no. Like, no, Danny she... is caught by the Indians, which, And that's oh just, my like, God. resolved in, like, two minutes. She also kills, like, a hundred Indians in this movie. Oh, yeah. And she's just, like, brags about it, and we're all just cool with that. It's just crazy. I mean, it's just, like, the wi- not the wild Midwest of South yeah. Dakota. Yeah, exactly. But she, when she goes to get Danny, I was like, oh, okay, this is what the movie's going to be about. Yeah. And yeah. then she gets him, and it takes, like, five seconds, and that's Literally. it. Literally. 
And then when she goes to get Katie to perform, I'm like, oh, this is what the movie's going to be about. And it's like right. 10 minutes of the film. Yes. Like, most of the movie is just about her, like, putting a dress on. Yes. And then people not acknowledging how pretty she is. It, yeah. It's just her hair. If she just, if they did something with the hair and she acted slightly less stupid. <laughs> um, no, uh, uh, when after she rescues Danny... Mm-hmm. And they're on the horse riding away together. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why don't we just take one of the ponies that was there at the camp? Yes. She was like, this is cozy or, or whatever. Yeah. I was and like, she, hey, like, girl. I was like, him. take a hint. Like- I know. It's really weird. It's like, <laughs> she's like, at the same time, a little boy and a little yeah. girl and a grown man. And a, and a no- grown woman, kind <laughs> of. It's, it's like very, the way she plays that character to me is just so confusing. But also- the source material yeah i don't know yeah. i don't i don't know either uh, she was probably doing i mean she was definitely doing the best she could i mean yeah she like she fucking committed like so, i said but yeah i don't because the script wasn't good yeah it's just really <laughs> and by the end of it i was just so bored like yeah they really should have spent time on the parts of the story that were actually exciting or oh, like they, story they yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I, that would be my critique to whoever wrote this musical. Oh man. But I guess like the songs in it were really popular. Yeah. Secret I mean, Love apparently was Doris's like oh, favorite that's, song she ever okay, recorded. That's the worst song though. That's I the one agree. you fell asleep That's in, exactly. I was just like I cannot pay attention to this I anymore. Re- I remember Phoebe and I on our VHS of Calamity Jane, we would always skip through the one where Bill Hickok is singing about his love to oh Katie Brown. Oh my god, yeah. We would fast forward and then Secret Love would come on and we would fast forward. That's I also like was very bothered by his singing voice. Bill Howard Hickok. Keel. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. just like really not great and no. in a really weird like range i just like yeah could not understand why he was cast in this movie i hated how he he's sang. he's uh he you might also know him as the oldest brother from seven brides from seven brothers you know what's crazy what i think i didn't know that but all day i've been singing bless my beautiful heart oh, well, wherever him. you may yes that's so somehow him. my brain was like yeah that's him that's him the horrible voice so, but, so personally, I hated him in Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Yeah. So I like him better. Did he have a mustache in that? He did, and it was okay. close. It's better. No, I like his face better when more of it's covered up. <laughs> like, I still don't like him, but he's better in this. But what's, what's interesting to me, though, is that, um, so Annie Get Your Gun came out, and that was really popular with one of the giant movie studios. Uh-huh. And so, uh, whichever movie studio released Calamity Jane, this was their answer to Annie Get Your Guns popularity. Okay. But Howard Keel, who played Wild Bill Hickok, was also the lead in Annie Get Your Gun. Wow. Which I think is very funny. Like, no one's going to watch this movie without you. Yeah. And also, I don't like Annie Get Your Gun. I've <laughs> never seen, seen it. it. No. It's the one. Oh, it's also, oh, I like it. I like it too because, so Annie Get Your Gun came out first and that is where the song, anything you can do, I can do better. Oh. Okay. okay. That song was from that movie and then I can this, do anything better than you. Exactly. And then in Calamity Jane, Howard Keel and Doris Day sing, um, yeah, in yes. the summer, you're the winter. Oh my God. I hated that song. <laughs> It's so bad. But I was finger, just like, you're the splinter. I was just and like, I, was just I like, hate this. 
I was like, hey, guys, I see what you're doing here. Yeah, we're just going to make Annie get your gun. <laughs> Except with this dumber story. And I don't Except, like Annie get yeah, your gun. It's just a dumb story. Oh. And yet I love it. And yet I love it. <laughs> and yet it's Like my I favorite. said, nostalgia. Yeah. But, I don't know. Different time. Definitely a different time. Um, I guess it's a bonus episode. We can be short if we want. Yeah, we just wanted to say we're sorry you're dead. I'm sorry you're dead, but, but you I lived a long time. I was gonna say, yeah, stuff. you pretty much for how life's go, you you yeah. did it. You really did it. You did. Good and on you. And one day we'll watch the pajama game. <laughs> yeah, somehow so we'll both get it on well, Amazon, I guess. Exactly. One Started day at the same time. Exactly. All right. Well, <laughs> do we? You want to give us a closing catchphrase? Uh, sure. Let me Kay. see what I can think of. Uh. All I can think of all day is just, bless your beautiful hide wherever it may be. Haven't met you yet, but I'm willing to bet bet. you're the gal gal for me. me. Oh, God, am I going to watch Seven Brides today? I was thinking about that, and I was like, (laughs) you're saying wherever the girl is for me that's the one for me, I bet she's the one for me. I'm like, yeah, probably. If she's the one for you, I'm willing to bet she's the one for you. Like, what the fuck is this? Oh. Also, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, way better than this, than Calamity Jane. You know, I I might have to watch. I never I never liked Seven Brides quite as much, because I always hated the main girl in that. She's... I liked it as a very disturbed Mormon girl that was like, oh, if only a boy would just kidnap me. Oh, exactly. And oh, then I, could I know. get married. I know why I didn't like Seven Brides for Seven Brothers as much. Why? Because in my mind, Oklahoma is better. And I didn't like it as much oh, as Oklahoma. I've never so. seen Oklahoma. The bitch! What? <laughs> All right, well, I know what I'm thinking like, for next round. Do I want to watch something called Oklahoma? I just don't know. It sounds so boring. It's so good. It's right, Rodgers well, and Hammerstein. And I it's mean, not actually good. Nine times out of ten, I like Rodgers and Hammerstein. So. I mean, Sound of Music is perfection. Yeah. Oh fuck. Oklahoma, oh my god. Oklahoma's Oklahoma's good, but also I th- last time I saw it, I was I don't know seventeen maybe. I mean that's so. more recent than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> um, I like musicals, Riley. So <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> All right, so, I'm willing to bet you're the gal for me. You're the gal for me. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.